Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Hey, everybody. It's a special extra uh, episode, Hiccopedia Avengers. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. Yes, this is truly our fourth and final Hiccopedia. What's Hiccopedia? Well, it's a deep dive into Jonathan Hickman's early Marvel works. And with his era of the X-Men ending at, in 2021, Homo Superior was taking a time machine back to a few years ago to review, analyze, and dissect some of his previous stuff, including Secret Warriors, S.H.I.E.L.D., and Fantastic Four. Be sure to check those episodes out now. But what we're talking about today, we are tackling his foray into Earth's Mightiest Heroes, The Avengers, its sister title, New Avengers, the intergalactic crossover, Infinity, and the multiverse-shattering Secret Wars. It's, it's just like so much stuff. <laughs> it's it's really a lot. Like, Truly. Like, you know who the Avengers are, obviously. You got your Captain Americas. Mm. You got your Iron Mans. Mm. You got your Thors. Mm. But Hickman's like, no, I'm blowing that asshole out. We are doing so many other characters whose names are too numerous to even try and list. <laughs> so when he blow asshole out, it's Avengers ass symbol. Is that what you're trying to say here? Yeah. Yeah. Come in me, my Avengers. <laughs> so, uh, so he also created the new Avengers team. Which is really not that new because they were the Illuma Woody. Uh, sorry, Illuminati. <laughs> the Illuma aunties. Yeah, so the Illuminati. Uh, and they're like a bunch of mostly white men who think they can tell everyone what the fuck to do. Yeah. Uh, and they only, got only the Elon Musks of the world can save the day. Uh, so it's uh, Tony Stark, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Namor, Black Bolt, and Beast, who replaced a recently deceased. Professor X, uh, Steve Rogers was there for like a hot second, but he like compl- yeah. you forget it just like he did. Circuit party. <laughs> okay, so Hickman's run, as Brent said, a lot happened. It's a lot of content, and I'm gonna do my best to condense it. Um, so the overarching plot is that the Illuminati discovered the incursions, which is the contraction of the multiverse due to the premature dest- destruction of one of the universes. Now, in order to protect their Earth from being destroyed, the Illuminati reassemble the Infinity Gauntlet, and Captain America attempts to use it, but it breaks after one use, Dumb. as Infinity Gauntlets do. Dumb. Bad idea. Snap. Right? <laughs> and then all the stones except the Time Stone shatter. With the Gauntlet gone, the Illuminati knows that they're going to have to take more extreme measures to protect the 616, oh including destroying other Earths. Boy Scout that he is, Steve Rogers wants nothing to do with it, so Doctor Strange wipes his memory... And he's essentially kicked out of the Illuminati. What a shitty thing to do to I Steve. Like, I like that Hickman's notion of like science is just like, what if I just, it's the same as Star Trek. What if I just like, what if you just thought of like all timelines as a rubber band and then they just accidentally snap together at the end? True, don't think honestly. about it too much. I won't. It kind of, yeah. I don't hate true. it though. So meanwhile, in the main Avengers title, a recently mind wiped Captain America and Iron Man decide to massively expand the team's roster to deal with universal threats, both old and new. Tony Stark calls this expansion the Avengers Machine, and the team includes old-school Avengers like Thor, Hawkeye, and Black Widow, but with more recent additions like Wolverine and Spider-Man, and brand new members including the Secret Warrior and future member of SWORD, Manifold, Cannonball and Sunspot from the New Mutants, Captain Universe, Nightmask, and Starbrand. Of course, we find out much later that Tony cr- uh, created the Avengers Machine to handle all the other shit in the universe 
while the Illuminati deal with the multiversal threat of the uh, uh, the incursions. I did like that they added all those people in. It made it. I don't like the Avengers that much as I a book. I like them. As so well. I oh, I did. Enjoy, it was just like a fun. I don't know. I was like, wow, this is such an interesting take on what these teams could and be. And also, like. some might argue know, diversity. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Is it that uh, get bigger? Get just get bigger. I liked small. I liked the idea of it, but like it didn't quite work. And yeah. we'll, we'll get into that here yeah, in a little bit. So over the span of eighty some odd issues, the official Avengers team fights threats like the Builders, Thanos and his Black Order, and AIM, while the Illuminati takes on the Black Swan, the Map Makers, the Black Priests, the Cabal, which is basically the evil version of the Illuminati. If you the Illuminati's it, pretty evil if already. If you say it fun, it is fun. <laughs> That's he made it sound like I, like I enjoyed enough. it. No. Yeah, and from time to time they fight each other. Both series culminate in various factions of the Avengers fighting one another High Civil War, mostly thanks to Steve Rogers finding out what Tony and the other members of the Illuminati did to him. And the incursions eventually lead to only two universes existing. Hello, Crisis on Infinite Earths. One is the 616, which is the regular Marvel universe we know and love. And then the other is the Ultimate Universe, the 1610. Unsurprisingly, both universes crash into one another, and what's left is the Battle World. Ruled by the one and only Doctor Doom. Doom. <laughs> While universes were dying left and right, our favorite Latvian monarch was using the Molecule Man to collect pieces of dying universes to create a universal kingdom in his image, where he's the god emperor of literally everything what that's left. What an incel bitch. Completely. Doom. Ultimately, Doom is defeated by Reed Richards with a little help from the Molecule Man and Black Panther. And the multiverse gets restored by Reed and his family, the Future Foundation, and, of course, the Molecule Man. And thus ends Hickman's massive Avenger storyline that had ramifications on the entire Marvel multiverse. I skimmed a lot over it. We're going to get into some of the stuff uh, in the discussion. So, Adam, Miles I'm going to turn Morales to... has an old hamburger that he gives away. Yeah, that's true. He's just <laughs> carrying a hamburger. It is. <laughs> Yeah, disgusting. Why, but, yeah, why wasn't that in also, the recap? If, yeah. yeah, if you want if you wanted to, you could just read all of the issues instead of listening to that long recap because you'd be done sooner. Just a reminder. <laughs> that was a quick recap for considering how much content know. there is. It's I know, pretty long I know, run. sweetie, but exaggeration is the basis of humor. <laughs> is that what? That's why we talk about the humor that we were talking about in order to make it funnier. We love humor here. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Let's talk about the format first. This is Hickman's magnum opus before he returned to Marvel to revamp the X-Books. How does his Avengers compare to his Fantastic Four, Secret Warriors, and S.H.I.E.L.D. series, which we recapped in previous Hickopedias 1, 2, 3. Check them out now. Check them out now. (laughs) I read this when it first occurred. I read all the issues. I hate this. From the beginning? Even when you like read it the no, first I time? No, I was fine with it then. I liked now it then. Like it now. now I'm like, I mean, because I think it was just the fact that New Avengers was good. It yeah. made mm. Avengers kind of good. Yeah. But well said. Yeah. I just fucking unreadable. And it doesn't, it, it makes us enough sense that it makes sense, but it's, I don't care about the sense that it's making. I loved I it at the time. I don't care about the Alephs. I don't care about the fucking map makers. I don't care about any of that shit. Gotcha. The, I would agree. Um, on the first read of it, I think we were building towards something, so I was excited to see where mm-hmm. it was going. When you know the destination, sometimes it's the joy gets a little bit out of it. Um, I do think the earlier stuff, especially the incursion stuff, is very strong, and I love that stuff. And then as we're going towards um, a path with these different arcs that we're going to, by the time Secret Wars comes around, I'm a little bit spent. Much like Molecule. No, yeah. whatchamacallit, Original Sin is when it's like, this is fucking crap. Throw this out. I would agree. Yeah. 
So uh, I tend to agree with both of y'all. I was very excited when I was first reading it and then rereading it. It felt at times like a chore, uh, even though there there are elements I really do enjoy. Like, even though, like, I like the Illuminati stuff with the incursions, it's very much Hickman doing his riff on DC Comics from the Mm -hmm. 80s and 90s. So, like, the stuff with the 80s, it's Crisis on Infinite Earths. Even so much so that there's an issue of Secret Wars, I think, number four or five. That uh, the cover looks like uh, an homage to an issue of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, the thing that I'm reminded of is like when this came out. So uh, Hickman took over both titles at the end of 2012, beginning of 2013. The Avengers was a big hit. Mm, that yes. the movie had come out that summer. Um, Marvel was putting a lot of time and energy. Avengers uh, versus X Men had just ended. There were a million Avengers titles, including Uncanny Avengers. So yeah. it, I think. He was the victim of the success of this book, whereas like Fantastic Four, Secret Warriors, and even S.H.I.E.L.D., even though S.H.I.E.L.D. took forever to come out, he got to tell more self-contained stories. And then when he came back to the X-Men, or came to the X-Men, came back to Marvel, the X-Men were just a languishing franchise at the time. Like He was tackling uh, a franchise that was at its like the height of its popularity, and it's really tough to be able to make an impact there. And then also deal with all the various other crossovers like Original Sin, as Clark mentioned, all the stuff like why Spider-Man was acting like an asshole, why Captain America gets old, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Uh, it's just, it's like he was he was uh, completely just, uh, he couldn't deal, or I, I think he had a hard time dealing with like a lot of the uh, the various ramifications around the Marvel Universe. Brent, you're a uh, longtime talker, but first time reader. What did you think about the series on your first experience? Thank you for asking. Um <laughs> Well, I guess so glad to let, be me, let me answer your question with a question. As a first time reader of this storyline, Adam, what did you think? <laughs> no, I think this I, is an incursion to, of a conversation <laughs> happening right here. Both of y'all destroy each other. To me, it seems like a pretty hot. It's an interesting setup to have these two parallel storylines, but very difficult to make both of them interesting if the stakes of one is. This is shattering every reality across the multiverse. And the other is, well, we got some aliens that are out here threatening us, and it doesn't seem like they a really be great shooting thing. left <laughs> and right. Yeah. It's just like, well, I don't care as much about one of these because it doesn't seem as Agreed. important as the other. To the other one yeah. has like a complicated moral decision making that you have to make that you keep pushing off. And a smaller cast. So yeah. I think that makes it easier to yes. hone in on the characters. Be- I- because as for all the good that he's done, I think he very much started, to Galen's point, like just started out with these, the original six that are in the Avengers movies, and then he was like, but what if we make it bigger? So he knew he had to right. expand it out. Size queen. And si- big old size queen, this Hickman. <laughs> um, and so he, he realized he had to just blow it out so much. And you know he fucking loves a diagram, so if he could just add 45 more people onto the thing, he would want to do it. He definitely jerked off a ton when Wait. you opened Avengers and got to see their different teams with the different who's in play oh, yeah. and, and who's going to be in this issue. And when they branched off to separate ones, he was so excited. Yeah. I do think which is I, fun. I also enjoy that. I will say, so I, being the first time reader of all this content, I do think that the, um, I enjoyed it. I do think it, it really, for me, it really fell off when they do the eight month skip, but I do, even the map maker war was somewhat interesting to me. Obviously the incursion stuff was super interesting. Cause you're like, to your point, what you said, Ryan was like, where is this going to go? I need to know more. It felt like 
a really good TV show that I just wanted more and more and more of, even if there was like, here's your big season one finale, which is like the map makers. But then once it started all coming together, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, which is where I thought, I mean, it sounds like in terms of the two titles themselves, we really liked new Avengers, obviously more than regular Avengers. Yeah. So yeah. Feige is making a good choice on only bringing in the stuff that's not garbage from this run. Mm-hmm. Like he brought in the uh, Black Order and he's Correct. bringing in the incursions. Yes. And that's the so stuff true. I care about and matters that's not boring as shit. Like, right. Yeah. Well said. Um, so I, mean, I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't need it, zebra honestly. kids. I don't need zebra kids. No, I don't need I, that weird, that weird new universe that shit that shows up for no reason. I don't care about Starbrand or Night Mask or any of that See, shit. See, I liked those people, but we'll talk more about That's characters a in a little bit. But they never brought him back. Well, they have Starbrand showing up as like a fucking monster who's from the million year BC who's a gay. Oh, right. But, but I do but think... But like also a Hulk or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's I think that's the difference of how you see these kind of things. So like I did... <laughs> I do like that this is a pretty encapsulated like... If you're just condensing and reading all of Hickman's stuff, and that's I have really skipped him over most of these comics at the time. So I do enjoy that it does feel fully encapsulated, and it feels like he's really took a spin on his own series for Avengers in particular. And I, I think where it really fell apart for me is that they were building so many good character arcs and pieces of people that obviously were going to go away probably at the end of his run, like Ex Nihilo and all that stuff. Zebra Abyss. children. The, the Zebra Children was a bit much, but Hyperion I enjoyed, and we'll talk more about them. But I, I think it was like a very full story which i enjoyed but let's just get into the plot itself so we had a couple of major plot lines we had the builder system the incursion infinity the great society time running out and then obviously secret wars um what of those pieces really what was your favorite one let's start with namor <laughs> namor doing anything <laughs> namor saving the entire universe and none of the rest of the stuff would happen if he hadn't continued Oh, like if they didn't yeah. bother that, to do that first encounter. issue where everyone's like, I'm going to hug my kid and the world's going to end and who can blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you people all suck. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> clear that like in all of Hickman's Marvel books that there's a favorite character that he has or favorite characters. Namor is definitely one of Black his favorites. Black Panther and Namor were yeah. his favorite characters. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because he and loves just putting the t- those two together. And I love that like he was building off what happened in Avengers vs. X-Men mm-hmm. when Namor was taken over. As, as part of the Phoenix Five, he destroys Wakanda or parts of Wakanda. Right. So uh, I thought that was really well done. I think my favorite ended up being the time that runs out stuff. Mostly because I think all the various factions of the Avengers kind of like playing games with one another. You had the S.H.I.E.L.D. Avengers, which had old Steve Rogers and uh, War Machine and and others. You had Sunspot's team, which I fucking loved when he took over AIM Island. Yeah. Uh, And then you had like like sort of like the, the remnants of the Illuminati all trying to like, you know, once like I like it when characters finally figure out, oh, this is what happened to me. And now I can deal with like the ramifications of of X, Y, and Z. I think that was really good. I like the builder system, uh, the fact that it's somewhat limited in their ability to jump through the multiverse. Um, and oh, that part where Captain America committed a war crime uh, and had no problem <laughs> with it whatsoever, where he encouraged Thor to uh, defy a parlay by murdering the other person he was talking to. That was great too. Totally a Captain America move. Very clever, unique, thoughtful. Um, so it just all great all around. He seems great. I did think <laughs> infinity on the flip side, like for like more. Okay. Like infinity actually works. Sorry. Much. Was this a pro war crime? Audience? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I think that I, I that mean, actually I just was you. happy that Namor blew up an entire planet. Right. So, so it is a pro. We're def- Well, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Is like, if we, would you pull the trigger on the fucking planet on the planet that you didn't know about if it meant saving your own planet? 
Yes. The Sorry. universe. Yes, of course. I'd sacrifice myself. Isn't that the answer you want? Yeah, yeah. Look, some, some, some lamer universe where nothing fucking look, happens this is, wins. This is like a we, like a trolley problem kind of thing. Like, But in this case, you are destroying. You. It's either everyone. It's really more of a prisoner's dilemma because right. either everyone gets destroyed or one side That's gets true, destroyed. Yeah. Right. And my yeah. loved ones are on one side. Guys, are sorry. we the Illuminati? Oh my god! I will say, let's name who we are. I was definitely Be careful. Warm. I'm a pro. I'm pro. I'm c- Professor X. I'm pro Captain <laughs> You're America. You're dead already. I'm pro Captain America. I think you gotta just figure out. And if you can't, you just fucking make peace and you take your die. kids with you. Or die. But what I do <laughs> think, your kids one, your I death. actually the best issue I thought of really showing that dilemma was with the. I already forgot their names, but the basically the DC like they were kind of DC characters. Great or society. Yes. Yeah. Great society stuff. Loved that fucking thing because so that fun. made it real. Yeah. And it made it. They did such a great job in such a short amount of time building up those characters to really make the flip side like oh wow the 616 does kind of fucking suck and everyone like everyone's out there for themselves right that's going to happen but it made it very clear and interesting and i love the way that they humanized what the other planet would be right whereas like for the cabal and other stuff there was even just like oh look at these fucking idiots let's kill them like it's a lot easier as a reader to be like oh yeah this is totally fine yeah, versus there was I a couple that run was planets really where you were like just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do think it's interesting, and the the story never really dealt with it a lot. But the characters reflecting because they talked about what it means for you personally as a hero to use a weapon to destroy another universe. But they didn't talk about like what does it say about our universe that ours and the the evil one with super evil Reed Richards are the last <laughs> two to make it. Yeah, like how good does does that are mean what we luck were in yeah. right now, right? <laughs> also, how convenient was it that it's like, well, there's like 200 universes, but now there's only 24, 22, 20, 19, one. Okay, perfect. Well, we've only got two left, and we don't have to think about the other ones. <laughs> exactly what DC Comics did with Crisis on Infinite Earths. Exactly. It was, exactly. It's wild. It's wild. It's completely. It's like, like oh, Earth 1, Earth 2, and Earth 3 are the he only ones left after all not, the infinite Earths. He should almost not get credit for an original idea. Because it's basically, I mean, it's a mashup. That, is, that is what art forms are. Just stealing from other artists. but It's a mashup of Crisis on Infinite Earths and Secret Wars. The original Secret right Wars from the 80s. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. those were the first two big crossovers for the big two companies do you think he said okay i have an idea guys it's a mashup between <laughs> i'm sure and he just exactly. watched an episode of glee you know he's like mashups are the new They're thing so y'all right. i mean yeah. infinity wars time. in there too clearly yeah well, for sure and secret wars was not good uh-uh uh-uh <laughs> that is actually well, the weakest part it, it's it, that's like marvel's main crossovers where they've got that one had about 45 ancillary it, things so this thing was just like, you know, raindrop. You're like running, walking through raindrops kind of bullshit. Dancing through raindrops kind at, of bullshit. At works. that point, he, Hickman did not have a lot of creative control because everyone no. has their hands yeah. in it with Secret Wars. So that's why it feels the, best. the most disjointed and like why other characters that were not prevalent in Avengers are now the, the very be, the common. Be, the best thing about Secret Wars is the Jason Aaron... Um, Thor core. Del Mundo run. Oh, of, Weird uh, World. Weird, Weird, Weird World, World is Band. really good. Fucking that fantastic. Was so Gorgeous, good. strange. Yeah, it was Archon really good. is a bizarre character that I love they brought back. But anyways, that's the only thing you should read. Don't read any of this stuff. Just read those four issues. Of I like that Dr. Doom <laughs> got his own. Like, like he d- he deserves to be a top-tier Thanos level like of a threat. God and, Emperor Doom. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he got to be that way. So Which I is a pun. That. 
and it was a great one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say this is the voice. Uh, I do think this is the voice of Doom that I enjoy. Like we've talked many times mm-hmm. about how some writers they just think, well, if I have the character be arrogant and I have him say Doom a lot, <laughs> it's appropriate. But at least in a lot of say parts right, of this, friend. Doom. Doom. Yeah, I don't want to destroy our mics. <laughs> uh, but there, that at least for you know big chunks of this. There is the kind of arrogance where he's like waiting throughout the conversation to say, you are doomed. You should have trusted doom. It's like, yeah, that's a little bit more fun, a little bit more camp um, I, and not as not as just purely arrogant, stupid. I think the execution fell a little flat for Secret Wars, but I really liked it conceptually. I like that like these universes are destroyed and you have doom basically has his plan B to take control by like you know finding the most yep. like sensible way to do it in his own way, and what he does is like he replaces Reed. Yeah, like that ultimately goes back to the stuff from Fantastic Four that Hickman did, and even back to the Kirby Lee stuff. It's like he had such an inferiority complex to Reed. Yep. Like it's such a human way of telling this like very cosmic story. I love that. I love like the fact that like Johnny Storm was the sun and Ben Grimm was the wall, very Game of Thrones there obviously. <laughs> uh, but like like all that stuff was like really clever. It's just execution wise it just sort of fell flat. It was weird yeah. to me that it was nine issues. Like I think like it was nine full issues of the actual series. Uh, there was obviously a lot of tie-in stories, but it all feels like they were just sort of like slight here's what's happening in these worlds but not really cuz this is the this, barons and stuff. Yeah, I was going to say this this is me getting on my high horse about fucking Age of Apocalypse. But like when you read that book, there's like a start point for what everybody's doing. There's an end point where everybody's doing it. And everything in between actually fulfills and builds yeah. out the world while building that storyline. And reading Secret Wars, I was like, I did want to read some of the other stuff. I didn't have a ton of time. But I was also like, it doesn't feel like we I missed anything in the storyline. No, it's all it's all just like every Marvel comic got replaced by these like right, these yeah. like spin-offs basically or you know like the ancillary titles and they were just fun some of them are really good like some are to, great some are bad some are bad and most I, of them are bad yeah but the real world was really great i liked the thor <laughs> core book or the oh, thor cops book do I think you it was remember um the thor goblin cops, queen that showed up in x-men blue yes that was she was a secret that she was that bear and she was ah, a secret wars character that wasn't the real, the real it's Goblin all coming Green. back it's all coming back um i so i think this was marvel's last foray because we remember old crossovers and they used to be very expansive just like tony stark wanted mm-hmm. um <laughs> in terms of having the a million machine. fucking mm-hmm. titles and so i think they learned a little bit with secret wars because there was a bunch of like i think they've Pedal, I think they understand that they got to they got to dial it back a little bit with these crossovers. Yeah, you can't Secret Wars is the last time that I've really seen them really overindulge. Well, not only yes, I agree with you completely because it it launched the whole new wave of Marvel books, and then yeah. it was delayed, and so like Marvel was Fuck like, yeah. oh yeah, that was oh, we just got to start releasing books now, and then like. The finally the eighth and ninth issues came out. Oh fuck yeah, that was terrible. Do you think that this would have felt better <laughs> had there been less time between Fantastic Four and Secret Wars? Yes. That felt like this was the rest of that yeah. was too disconnected. Yeah. If the main thing's That's gonna be Fantastic point. Four at the end and then this big thing of Fantastic Four and the fan- whatchamacallit, Mr. Fantastic is in New Avengers, all they, this extra shit just seems like You're too so much right. shit that's wasting time. It's it, tough though. The the final arc of this run didn't connect to what was such a sizable like Secret Wars didn't really connect to all of the real work besides the, the incursions stuff. of what was happening yeah. in the Avengers stuff. I agree. I, with I think that probably the way I would do it is cut 
most of the new Avengers stuff from the beginning and have this be just an Avengers storyline and these specific characters keep disappearing for weird reasons, whatever. Then you eventually find out that they've been dealing with this encouraging thing. That's really time. cool. God, actually. but that I sounds like, like the most boring part of the story is the part we're keeping. I gotta say, I <laughs> I actually I almost, almost oh. I almost tried to read all of Avengers World because we read read issues from that as well. Um, and I it's tried to read. I almost tried to it's finish. Not as good. But I I just enjoyed like we were saying before. I liked the diverse set of characters Avengers that were now in the yeah. Avengers machine. So I wanted to keep following them because when they did the eight month skip and I saw what, what was happening with Sunspot and Cannonball and Crusher, mm-hmm. Crusher, Smasher, Wesley, Smasher. Well, <laughs> I'm hardly know her. Punisher. Uh, but, <laughs> but it was just like, I did kind of, I think it's because it's such a full start to stop series. I, when I first started reading the Avengers one, I was like, what the fuck is happening? What is Abyss? Who is that? What are we? Who are they? Like all that type of Why shit. Why are you the SNL exactly. sketch? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, and then over time I was like, oh, this is all, there is no back to these people. This is just the beginning of this kind of conversation. And so I got kind of swept into that storyline. And so I was disappointed that it didn't really fully looped together besides them being like, yeah, we'll, we'll go to the other side of the world and fight on this side and like Hyperion and Thor's friendship was really cute, but I'm like, it all felt wasted essentially by the the end to get to Secret Wars. Bless you. Let's talk about more of these mostly white men, the Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, we talked about obviously would we blow up the worlds or not, or the universes. Sorry, I have a very small sense, but from Hickman's perspective, do you think he has a belief or philosophy at whether an organization like the Illuminati is justified? I think it's weird that there is a fight on Captain America's part to say whether or not you should create the weapon in the first place, because I don't think that makes as much of a difference. You're, you're either saying I've gotten, I'm doing nothing or, uh, and, and high saying high on the horse, or I'm doing something that's automatically evil because there was clearly a moral line that the others had where they had the weapon and did not want to use it. Yeah. So for me, it made a lot of sense because Captain America in the 1940s, was put in ice before the end of World War II. And if he had stayed out of ice, like animated, I think he would have fought against uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I he, think he would have been Another against, tragedy he could have stopped. He could have. He, I mean, I think he would have been anti-Manhattan Project. So, like, this is him trying to make up for something that he wasn't around for, yep. even though he was part of that conflict. That's uh, who Cap- I'll, I'll, I'll give that, yeah. Yeah, well said. Okay. No, I would agree. Yeah. But like, but it makes sense. Besides the... You'd agree with me, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. Besides no, no. the war crimes he committed in this uh, episodes against aliens, like I do think it fits within his character perfectly. I think it would be insane to have who someone who is so mm-hmm. obviously virtuously good, or what is that fucking called? Uh, lawfully good. good. Yeah. You can't... Like, he is literally the farthest in the top corner of that box. It would be insane for him to be like, yeah, I guess we gotta. Like, he just wouldn't understand it, wouldn't accept it. It doesn't make him right, and that's obviously why I think there's shades well, of gray. He joins in Hydra years later. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. We have forgotten all about that. We're not going to bring that up again, <laughs> right, bro? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I I mean, the Illuminati is completely like culmination up to this point of like what Hickman had been writing. It's about these like arrogant white, mostly white men who think they know better and then are completely un, like undone by their own hubris. I mean, like a lot of like Fantastic Four had that. Shield had that. Secret War Warriors had that with Nick Fury, um, and so. I, I think he is writing a book about flawed protagonists and in some cases antagonists. And I think it's pretty cool that Marvel let him do that while the Avengers were their like top flagship right. book. Do you, um, a lot of people online, 
um, because we've seen the Multiverse of Madness spoilers for who hasn't. Yeah. Um, the Illuma it's on Disney Wadi. Plus. Go yeah. fucking watch it. Seeing the Illuma Wadi come to screen, I think once you read these comics, it's very unsatisfying, <laughs> <laughs> especially the way they're treated. Um, what, what are your guys' general thoughts on like how it like they obviously wanted to like play a, a little bit of a nod to it, but like they can't do it fully in the way that Hickman obviously did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like it's tough, right? Uh, yeah, no, like this is such a throwaway scene. It's a lot of fan service of in, course, in the yeah. movie, and I like even said when we did our podcast for Multiverse of Madness is like I thought that the movie was going to end with Doctor Strange trying to form his own Illuminati, which would have been cool in yeah. that in the MCU. I refuse to call it a six one six. It's not six one six. It's the MCU universe. It's nineteen ninety nine, according to Kamala Khan. Yeah. What? A, let's talk a little bit more. I, okay, Clark. What are your I thoughts? don't think we could answer that until we know if the incursions are going to be super important later on. I have a feeling they're going to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, so I, so yeah, I, I, don't, I think that's totally fine. They even I, showed an incursion planet in right. Multiverse. Yeah. I could yeah. see a loop whereby, to your point, he does end up forming the Illuminati, but obviously a couple movies later or whatever, because it, it fully comes back as a thing. And like, then he at least has the expression in his head of like, oh, we should form this. Uh, his third eye told him to. Right. <laughs> uh, so that, sorry, this is probably stupid, but the the one, the the universe with Reed Richards and the Illuminati, was that the 16 whatever? 1610, no. Okay, no. good. No, something else. Just a random universe okay. where uh, Wanda no. wanted to kill. Because I would never accept John Krasinski as the evil Reed Richards. <laughs> oh, the no, it's gonna be, no, it's going to be uh, Miles Teller. As the evil Reed Richards. No, oh, God. I can't that, that see. That is a true <laughs> evil Reed Richards. He was literally Reed Richards Good in casting. a terrible fantastic Yes, casting. we agree. We were saying uh, that. I thought it was Ezra Miller. Okay, let's move well, on. I want to see. We're not talking about them. <laughs> I'm beaten to death. I'm talking about Miles Teller. I do think I do think that the uh, this Illuminati would have a very different feel if there was any goddamn female on this group. <laughs> It, it, it yes. was a bunch of dick swinging assholes, like except it, like, for maybe I, in a way that's like it's it's well written, testosterone driven, like weird moralizing. Like, oh well, I'm doing this for family. Yeah, well, I'm doing it for the universe. Like, go fuck yourselves. You're all dick bags. Can you can you get another member who's not a complete well, piece of shit? They did for a second. They had uh, the Black Swan, who was basically like, "Rabu Allah will kill all of you fuckers." <laughs> you know what? Maybe less female perspective. I, I, re- I really <laughs> identified with her. Um, yeah, I loved her. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's really fun. Actually, yeah. Let's game change to characters. Let's start with our favorite, the Swan. Namor. Oh. Namor. Yeah. No, I agree. Namor killed in this fucking run. Clark, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Um, and yeah, I think we already talked about the relationship between him and Black Panther. Uh, we've also got new folks like Ex Nihilo, Abyss, Aleph, which really kind of just went off on an nowhere task. Yeah. Nightmare, Starbrand, Hyperion, Captain Universe, and Smasha. Is it Ex Nihilo? Not Nihilo? I just said it like Ex Nihilo? Like Nihilo? I always said Nihilo, but it's maybe it's yeah, Nihilo. That's, that's yeah. what I said too. Yeah. Um, so so my, I guess Adam, you're the I love one how you had to call that out. <laughs> it's my ex, Nihilo. You remember him, uh, right? I guess you're just the one who's wrong. Oh, no. Is Nilo here? <laughs> Come on. My ex. I love the look of that character. Yeah. yeah. An asymmetric, giant, gold-ass bitch. It, I am in. It yeah. is literally a Capcom like fi- a fighting game character. I, think there's a, I actually remember, because I think we were talking about this when I was reading it, but I actually just remembered what it was. It was Pyron. It was a guy who was like just basically a flame pyre. 
but like had an exact like super buff body like quite like you know regular I did type. think it was funny like okay you got one good Nilo character fun people probably responded well to it what do we need we need the nilo family come on <laughs> the there's a family there's a, feud of nilo they all have different horns and it's like just the longest panel ever yeah they get none of the answers right they're like i would assume fisting and you're like we asked food we asked food okay that does actually call out one of the problems that i had as the story went on is like the scale just kept growing i mean obviously it's the that's what tony wanted universe is collapsing but it was like tons of aleph's tons of nihil nilos tons of fucking uh map makers one abyss still the beyonders are there too like there's just so many of so many things what did you think of uh the universe incarnate that I didn't get it. Captain at all. Universe. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Universe. And I would they probably uh they they stuck around for a little bit, right? Yeah. I kind of liked her because she was just so Did you read that series afterwards with like Dazzler was on it and then Nico from Runaways was on oh, it? Oh yeah, that it I, I wanted I it to one. be good and it wasn't. It was that that was Secret Wars as well. That came out of Secret Wars. Oh, too. it was okay. Well okay. one version, then they had to, another one with the actual character. To answer your question that you asked, Adam, um, my favorite character was um how manifold like just blew up in this in such a great way. Yeah. He was in secret yeah. warriors. He is so fucking interesting. Um, and they just kept expanding. And now he's still around to yeah. this day, proving how much like this impact actually really had I mean, on Sunspot him. Did I, the same with same with sunspot. Exactly. Um, and then the one that I wanted to get a lot more screen time and just, was Shang Chi? I wanted him to. Get yes, it. there was Absolutely. also an army of him. I was. I know. I know. <laughs> never we, ending yeah. of all <laughs> the armies. So we of needed some sort of story arc. Like he always showed up and kind of helped out and like saved the day sometimes. But I needed more of him, and that's the problem with this larger cast. Well, you keep talking about how white, white, white. The new Avengers one. This one was super white, white, white too. The number of women was like four out of seventeen for a while or yeah. something. And I was it's like, what the fuck? Is like Spider Woman, Black the Widow. The characters that weren't white Smasher. would be in like one special issue every okay. one. Once in a while, except yeah. for Sunspot, and I'm like, yeah. "What the fuck is this?" But like the women's was issue was like two people. Yeah, but Night Mask didn't matter and doesn't matter today. Well, it's clear that like, so there was a rumor before Hickman came came to the X Men that he was going to go to DC and do Legion of Superheroes, which has a massive cast. Mm. That like the reason that people wanted to do it is because he did this massive cast in the Avengers. But it's clear that that's not necessarily his strong suit. Yeah, I think I'd conceptual, agree. conceptual, like interesting things and certain plots are his strong suit. Also, and even with the X Men, he when he gets too many characters, he gets a little like I don't know what to do. Like yeah, so, like basically. him focusing in on characters, people like helpful. Moira and Charles and Xavier, that's just with all writers. Yeah, makes sense. going back to Night Mask, he only exists as a magical Negro for Starbrand. Mm, that he is this character yeah, like, right. that's yes. so super powerful. That's got to train this uh, uncertain white man on how to how to do use it's his the powers. green mile yeah exactly yeah, that's spot on all right well um, who did you guys like as favorite characters and stuff I w- and stuff too like whatever you like yeah <laughs> i mean i think black swan i just really really loved her a lot i just think <laughs> she's fun the cabal she's, in general i think worked out really well i thought it was fun to just i that. i've always liked the i've always liked the cabal too like even during like the whole dark rain era of the marvel books which is actually kind of underrated in my opinion um, but like Black Swan just being like, I think she was a very cool visual, especially when Steve Epting drew her. Um, we, we need to talk more about the art too. The art, the art is sometimes really stunning and sometimes not great, but like <laughs> Steve true. Epting is a fucking phenomenal artist and did a lot of the fantastic four that Hickman wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just like her basically being, I mean, 
like kind of an unreliable narrator yes. to the Illuminati, I thought was really fucking cool. <laughs> she's just a shit <laughs> She's a oh, goddamn shit like, She's what a real housewife. And you're like, I don't know. This is, so now I'm just realizing though why I thought it was such, it felt like such a TV show because it's literally Alias Season 2 where fucking, what's her name's mom is like Lena trapped. Olin, yeah. yes. She's just trapped in that thing just talking shit to everybody and be like, let's see what fucking happens, bitch. That's exactly you're what You're not trapped in here with me or I'm, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with the parenting relationship of Reed Richards, D- Doom, and Valerie. I just want that more and more. But so I good. do think that one thing that was kind of frustrating about the whole series is how f- most of the major characters in the New Avengers, like Tony Stark, that was indistinguishable as a character as far as I can tell. Yeah. Uh, Thor didn't matter. I it, it was just like so many of the ones that already had like very clear voices were just kind of washed. They did a lot of, I think kind of speaking to the Starbrand night mask thing. I think they also, I did really enjoy their friendship, but I think they did a lot of that with Hyperion and Thor as well, which was like Hyperion was the character. Thor was just there to kind of keep talking, guiding, having conversations. Cause I don't think Thor had any real story. I mean, I'm sure he, cause he had his own series at the time, but like it was obvious that they were, he was building up and spending a lot of time on these new people, which is why I came to really enjoy them. And it's probably why I enjoyed the book because I don't really like the Avengers themselves that much in the comics. They don't like you. I know. They told me they, that's why I fucking hate them. <laughs> Why do they call they you t- every week? Yeah, they t- we, like, we think you're the boring They keep part. texting me to tell me to lose this number. I was like, I don't even know who the fuck this <laughs> is because I blocked it the last use, time. They uh, use WebEx too and they should just... Tran- like, yeah, they can kill it. Fucking WebEx. Do teams that fucking, or Zoom? Yeah. Fucking I WebEx. use Cisco services. Uh, <laughs> let's talk more on the Fantastic Four side. We did have the return of the Future Foundation, obviously more on the Secret Wars area, but we still had Sue showing up in the eight months later yeah. uh, jump and all that sort of shit. How do we feel about how they how uh, t- Jonathan, my, fr- my friend Jonathan, uh, combined all that stuff he together. He prefers to, to go by Than by his real friends. <laughs> Thanny. I think Sue is such an underrated character, and Hickman does a really nice job of writing her. Um, that I was very happy seeing her in that sort of like eight months later, like uh, that era of the books, and making her like one of the main characters. Secret Wars also was a plus in my book. This man, Hickman, is obsessed. With subterfuge and people <laughs> being wheels within wheels. wheels within wheels, and he's like, "Well, Tony Stark, he uses the Avengers to be his wheel within a wheel, and <laughs> Sue Storm, she's a wheel within <laughs> Reed <laughs> Richards' wheel." And you are uh, not wrong. And every, yeah. It's just like map makers are made by aim, and everyone's just like, a "It's wheel. a very writer's point of view, though, isn't I'm it?" Like on the one hand, like yeah, it's kind of impressive that you had all these ideas, but. Do you have any other ideas other than... than you just don't this? seem to like those ideas. Well, one idea is to include a bunch of like uh, domineering and killer Avengers that came through the portal at the AIM side. Oh, yeah. What did you guys think about Thor with two R's and the rest of the assholes? Uh, unworthy Thor, Nazi Thor. <laughs> what do I think about them? I don't, don't think, think about, about them. them. Wow. Very weird. That was where I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which don't we have enough people? They were, they were playing a shell game with the uh, the evil banner versus the yes. good banner, and I think I actually still lost which, <laughs> which one. I had to do that too. I, I was know like, which one did you turn on and turn off tough. and activate That's and throw here? The where the art failed the story a little <laughs> yeah. bit in that arc. But also, it was easier to track on a week to week basis. Like we we went through all of these, and so we're like. 
Oh, what's happening now? How quickly like, so were we, the issues really? They were. Really, I mean, so every hour. I mean, <laughs> he's not wrong because like they, they, so much. Content. They threatened to release them faster. <laughs> well, New Avengers was monthly, but Avengers was was bi-weekly. bi-weekly and yeah. I was like holy fuck and then they created Avengers World when when like event regular Avengers became monthly I, it was so much I content. love the bi-weekly of it all because they were like this is the way comics will be released now and now Marvel's like bitch you're, there's gonna be 16 delays with this Marvel's comic like sweating they're months. sweating and they're like huh, we'll, get, we'll get around to it we can if, if that's possible so that's when I first got into comicsology and uh, I was just like Press by, press by, press by. And then so when Infinity came out, which we haven't talked a lot about, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. It's like you got a two front war, blah, blah, blah. And then after I was done, I was like, I don't think that was very good. Yeah. I know. I was like, that didn't really work for me. We didn't bring Thane in, though, for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Infinity War, the movie, was far better than the Infinity Saga within this. Well, they know. And to Clark's point, they brought the best stuff in, the Black Order. But then also the Jim Um, Starlin, like, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, like, like that trilogy. Those elements. Yeah. Let's talk about Molecule Man. What the fuck is up with that guy? I love Molecule Man. great. I think it all made sense. I thought that was fine and good. That feels like him. That feels like a uh this was an established I, character yeah yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah he's been around a long time to me that had a very alan moore feel yeah like yes very miracle man-ish this kind of character that is being replaced in some way like what was he like before just crazy and then he just was over he's he's like a schlub of a man that has way too much power well mm. and also yeah his power is like gone crazy over the years so he's gone crazy over it too and not it Jamie, makes just pedalic, like, like, if you will. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> and I will. And no, I will. He's an imp from and the fifth I, dimension. And I will. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah, I mean, I think the that whole Beyonders plan is is kind of weird. So they're beyond time, and they can just have an infinite number of universes, and they're like, well, we've seen enough of this life stuff. I, but they're I like, bore of this they're reality. Like, sorry, sorry, you got bored at the part that an entire company is operating on selling as a storyline. <laughs> Isn't it, that... It would, it would be like, there's too many... It's like DC n- executives. There, there's too many new TV shows coming out. I don't want to watch <laughs> any of Nothing them. to sleep. Yes. What? The Beyonders are like, what's on the next multiverse? It, it feels like you just have a problem with I do. Th- it's like things. an ant colony kind of thing, right? Like if you have That's like an you. ant farm and run like, you know, 17, if you had a 17,000 okay, acre with you. ant farm and okay. all these were different yeah. colonies, you had like gumdrops in one, sure. you had mm-hmm. salad in the other, right. uh, maybe a what? trident in one of the I, t- I things. Yeah. And, and now they're the eating the trident. No, yeah. I, 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 no, I'm but one you. of the ants has created a machine, the ant machine, where they work together as a team to stop the other a- ants. Ant ants already work together as a team. Ants are already the Avengers. Oh, are these the Illuma aunties? <laughs> the ants are like, aunties. yeah, we need 200 to solve this problem. And then you just said, you know what? I'm going to move to California. And you just burn the whole barn <laughs> down before first, you leave. Doesn't that work? Then like the first time you <laughs> Isn't see that a good analogy? An fucking Where's fly. California Wait, in that? Where, where was it related to Well, you're to probably in Wisconsin. We How could you have a 17-acre farm of ants and live in a normal place? How was that related? Because <laughs> it's like the Don't beyond- ask questions. It's the Beyonders. They're like, you know what? Forget about it. Guys, it's Beyonders. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to the it's, CW. It, yeah, Infinity and Beyonders. <laughs> I get it. What I did like is that at least it tied to the Secret Wars from the 80s where that that Beyonder was just a child, apparently, playing games. And then yeah. he's 34. <laughs> he just needs to get out of the basement. <laughs> yeah, that 
that I don't. I mean, there was so that Beyonder, the original Beyonder, was the one who started the original Secret Wars. Yes, right. Yeah, and then they made him humanoid in Secret Wars Two, a crossover that no one loves, but oh, is the introduction of Boom Boom. Oh, ah. yeah, that, oh my god! Because I got you that issue yeah. one time. Thank you for that call out. Yeah, and, yeah. and the um the symbiote. Because didn't he? Oh yeah. Oh, no, yeah. that was the that was the original. That was the first no, the original oh, so yeah. Titania only. Didn't and he try Dazzler. and date Dazzler and also try and date Boom Boom and they're both like hard pass. <laughs> Wait, was this no. just Ryan Krull <laughs> no. as a multi universal? This, this is a fanfic I'm writing. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you guys, why was Captain America so old halfway through this run? So in another storyline, he basically his like like anti-aging serum like the super soldier serum just like wore off oh honey he's like that works oh my god what's happening i stopped taking my pills and my this is dick what can't get his heart his botox <laughs> yeah. ran out so so that happened and then uh was this when falcon took over for captain yes. america yeah he uh, switched but in the series because he goes from falcon to captain america yeah yeah and he was also uh before he Isn't became that what ryan just asked <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and he, uh, there was also the team of Mighty Avengers that Falcon was leading. Do you remember that? Yes. Al Ewing wrote that book. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that run for a little it's bit. It's really good, yeah. actually. What one? This is the one with, with um, some of the young Miss Avengers. Marvel, Miss Marvel and um, Miles oh. Morales is on it. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's no, no, no. a later it's, one. I'm it's, sorry. It's Blue Marvel's on it and like White <gasps> oh, Tiger's on it. Bitch. It's more. It's a street team, but it, like kind of overpowers. And then okay. it kind of runs into Ultimate. Uh, Ultimates, Ultimates later, yeah. Ultimates was a great, like, yeah. the 616 Ultimates was a great book. Yeah. So I thought it was a fun interaction to have the time stone disappear or shatter, and then it reappears later and then forces Steve through time. Has any of the stuff that happened in that weird time spurt mattered to anything, connected to anything, or did it all just get abandoned pretty quickly? Have you read comics? <laughs> um I, well, I don't I, know I, which way you're condescending to me on. Um, <laughs> I, I think... All of them. Uh, I think some of the character designs and character uh, things that have happened on this have carried over, but other than any specific storylines with the character is not really taken okay. into account. So I know I've compared like like a lot of the DC comic stuff that Hickman did, like Crest of Infinite Earths. The other thing that it reminded me of is when Grant Morrison who is a huge inspiration on Jonathan Hickman, wrote JLA, Justice League of America. They wrote it in the late 90s. It was this sort of epic, like, big shit happens. They expanded the team to, like, everybody was on it at one point. Oh, a machine, some might say. A, a machine, <laughs> one might say. Um, but then also they had to deal with the fact that, like, oh, other shit was happening in the DC Universe. And, like, so, like, Superman became electric Superman and had, like, the blue and white mm. containment suit. But Grant made it work mm -hmm. somehow. Like it was all like, oh, that's really clever. Whereas Hickman, I, I think maybe now, like he's grown as a writer, uh, just had to deal with like, why is Spider Man being an asshole? Oh, it's because Doctor Octopus took over his body and is a superior right. Spider Man. Why is Steve old now? Well, we're not going to explain it. Uh, why is Thor not Thor? He's just Odin's son. Oh, that happened. The, original sin. The part that killed me the most though about that. Is that it did literally nothing to explain to people to go read something. That's what I found so fascinating. There was no editor notes. There was no like want us They're find like, out why it. And then you it was so get peculiar it to me because I had that same thought when I saw Spider Man. I was like, huh. And then I was like, oh, it has to be at the time. I didn't read that series, but I was like, it has to be Superior Spider Man. And it was just so peculiar that they didn't explain anything about that. Um, let's talk about you get to join one faction. If you could be the Builders, Black Priest, Map Makers, Ivory Kings, or the Beyonders, 
Who would you join and why? The Beyonces. The Beyonces, <laughs> yes. Uh, can I join Sunspot's Avengers team? Because they seem like the most fun, actually. No, no only the weird no. groups of people. Okay, that the, kings in, the kings in black. May all of the kings in the... Okay, we don't have the rights for that. Um, I... I can't really decide because I kind of... Not the Kings in Black, the Ivory Kings. They're all terrible. <laughs> They're all kind of terrible. The, right, the answer is... The only but good, the Ivory Kings look the coolest. The only good think. position is to be d- Doom. Doom! Doom! <laughs> I think Brent would choose the, the Black Priestess. The Black Priestesses. <laughs> With a the black sword. Oh, wait. Are they supposed to be priests for you guys? Because um, it looks just like a giant bangle that they wear over their fucking head. Yeah. They did have cool. a very cool design. I do support. Yeah, right? I do stand about I did think the builders look... Weird. I thought the Beyonders looked really strange. Uh, yeah, the I would join the Black Swans. Obviously. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, shocking. shocking. That, that's our style aesthetic, you and I. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. Okay. Yeah, oh my God, Vicky and Kiana, the Black Swans. Vicky and Kiana as the Black Swans. Um, Doctor Strange made the Black Priests. Doctor Doom made the Black Swans. Aim made the Map Makers. What have you made today? A, a very, mess, a apparently. A long-ass conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh yeah well I don't know what else what else we got going on what else we want to talk about I feel like we got all the big points yeah do uh, you want to talk about getting to the themes of like how this sort of compared with yeah uh, let's wrap it let's take this into the home stretch let's get on up let's, there uh, with get the, this uh, on its way um so what are some of the through lines you've seen in Secret Warriors Shield Fantastic Four Hicksman X Men work and now that we've read it the Avengers. Uh, beware these white men and their hubris. <laughs> I mean, it's Girl. just... He I mean, stole that from Pocahontas. <laughs> um, I mean, seriously. Uh, but, like, I mean, you can see, like, these folks trying to do the right thing, but, like, keeping it a quote-unquote secret from everybody else. Obviously, Charles Xavier and Magneto with the stuff with Moira in, uh, in Hoxpox and then the X-Books after that. You can see, like, you know, Tony trying to keep a secret from Steve about like all the stuff and then like not telling him why he's creating the Avengers machine and like Steve being like, what the fuck, you know, um, rejoining the, uh, the council of reads to try to solve everything and realizing, Oh, he can't do that because he'll lose everything. I think was, I think that's like obviously a through line you see through Hickman's Marvel work. We also see it through a lot of his independent work uh, for image and other companies. For me, this series was about loss. I feel like, <laughs> It's um, about trauma. It's about trauma. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it truly is. I mean, like, literally, they come out of the gate, and you're like, your world is going to explode, and everyone's going to die. <laughs> so it that is a through line, and then they weren't wrong. At the end of the day, a lot of people mm-hmm. died. Everything came back at the end. But but you never saw what happened to them. Yep. And they all just died in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> and Sue got still so hot, even in all her deaths. You know what I mean? I want to be Sue. That's She's a I'm 10. Saying. Yeah, she's a ten. She's a fantastic ten. (laughs) Esad Ribic did not draw her very uh, flatteringly. Oh, they looked horrible in the Secret Wars. It's a muddy blow up dog. Yeah, she is a gorgeous woman. He's a beautiful artist that does not draw people that well. Have you seen Eternals? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Eternals? Like Cersei looks weird. Uh, A uh, comics artist that doesn't draw draw people people well. well. Okay, takeaway. Sound quote: All organizations are evil. Like every organization that people set up, he wrote them. They're they're his creations, so he created the necessity for them. There is and well, then, and but, then but said, isn't he commenting on that? They're he is, fucking it's, terrible. Right? It's very David Simon who created the wire. Was like these institutions ultimately fail us because 
uh, they they forget the humanity of the people they're supposed to serve. Yeah, bingo. I actually like that as a throughput in his work, and it's something that I feel like I'm constantly talking about in my day job when I do HR work. Because you're, you're just talking like, about Jonathan Hickman all the time at your day job. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you guys are not understanding this. This is just like the Avengers machine. This is my a classic Jonathan fire. point. <laughs> you're like, can you just get this done? Because there could be an but, incursion. But I said, right what now? if there's an HR machine? Yes. <laughs> I pull down a barrier yes. and you give the Tony Stark yes. speech of like, uh, Adam's, we need to expand. Adam's DEI department is diversity, equity, and incursion. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Because yeah, I mean, again, I I really do. I can appreciate, I, I think it's, I think there's always, I really appreciate the way that the Captain America pull worked because that's, I don't know, in my brain, I want to believe the Saturday morning cartoons that there's always a way to solve it with friendship and happiness. And I do, I do think that usually when you rush towards solutions that may not, may have consequential actions that are not necessarily positive, I do think you end up, there's always going to be a rock and a hard place kind of thing, but I don't think people always really open their minds to true solutions. I think they try to find the thing that they think about and then centralize around it and and do it. And I, you know, I didn't realize until after the fact that how exhausted I was of the hero versus hero stuff in Marvel yes. because like you had Civil yeah. War came out in like 06. Civil War was too popular. It was too popular and then they had Avengers versus X-Men right before this and then like setting up that conflict again with Steve and Tony while it makes a lot more sense than what happened in Civil War it still was like, I can't read this stuff anymore. I cannot. I know. When they put on that war machine for the final, like, one month one month to go, and they were fighting, just beating the shit out of each other, I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking way to wrap up this series. And I remember them even, Hickman even wrote in the fucking story that was like, oh, let's just send them over somewhere so they can punch something, I think. And I'm like, what a fucking waste of all this wonderful, <laughs> thoughtful build It is the old thing of like, who would win Superman or Batman? Oh. <laughs> um, but, I mean... Why are you Italian all of a sudden? I don't know. Italian from the Bronx all but, of a sudden. But, you know, tune in to Judgment Day Oof. coming soon, you know. Oh, please be good. Please be good. Uh, let's wrap up with a little bit of nonsense because that's who we are. Mary fuck, kill. Avengers, Illuminati, Cabal. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I would fuck the cabal marry the Illuminati and kill the Avengers fuck the cabal definitely fuck cabal yeah they, you know, they, I would you know, kill the they're, Illuminati they're bad motherfuckers they're gonna like Clark, what you shit. think yeah. what are you trying to fuck yeah I'll, I'll kill the Illuminati I mean if Namor's a part of the cabal at that point yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, wait, wait 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 we're fucking all of the Avengers honey I love have you never machine? been to an orgy bitch I love like a party, right? But I mean, like, that Avengers that's machine a up your lot of up your people. Butt. But our, they, they do a sex position called Avengers Mountain. <laughs> it's it's just like the Futurama episode. First, it'll be the Avengers. Then it'll be the new Avengers. Then it'll be the multiversal Avengers. Then the Avengers again. <laughs> then then the new Avengers. Avengers. No, it's, it's in, it's in yeah. their war cry. Avengers assemble. <laughs> no sleep. Next Avenger. <laughs> Avengers. Uh, builders, map makers, and black priests. Uh, fuck a map maker. I feel I'll like just they, kill no. them all. I forgot what they all are. I and can't I want them remember to what a builder looks like compared to a. Yeah, maker. I'm gonna kill the builder. They, they look like no, the, the builders you don't want to fuck. You no. don't want to look that you in the eye. You want to kill those. You no, want to kill them. But yeah. I think you could fuck them like nobody's business. But okay. only if you flip them around. Can, Agreed. Can you? Yes. Will you? Also, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanos, Doctor Doom, the Molecule Man. Marry Doctor Doom. Fuck Thanos. Kill Molecule Man. What? Oh, I would Wait. fuck Thanos in a second. Okay, baby. guys, what are we <laughs> doing? Did I just say that? Molecule? Did you? Yeah. Oh, you were in a no, no, no. Molecule Man can make anything happen. So can God Emperor Doom. No, no, no. Let me say but that again. Also, no, she can't. He, he can make anything happen Doom, to you. 
Oh, I was going to put a dildo in your ass, but instead it's a pineapple. Oops. But don't you want to be the queen of Latveria? I do. <laughs> well, that's why I'm not marrying them. I just want to fuck them. No, once. I'm going to marry Dr. Doom. I want to be Dr. Mrs. The Doom. I don't like metal. Okay. Uh, that shit gets blown up every 45 seconds. Yeah. Not when I'm done with it. Are you talking about my asshole? What is that? <laughs> and I don't know. that's it for Wikipedia <laughs> Avengers. We we, did it. Guys, we did it. We got through all of Wikipedia. It only took us a year. Top ourselves on that the That was back. a lot of issues. Throw your There's hands. a lot of issues. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You, you can find our podcast on Twitter at Homo Superior X, Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Listen to our regular episodes. They always come out Fridays. They're fun. We talk about all the weekly stuff. We make jokes. Usually they're gay. Usually they're too inappropriate to be sponsored. Uh, but thank Please you for listening. Us. We've been Homo Superior. Uh, get fisted by Thanos. Everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> and on bye. that note, bye.